Welcome everybody to the Long Overdue Podcast. We've got the usual suspects today. <laughs> it's me. I'm Chris. You know me. And there's Denise. And there's Dawn. And there's Pat. We're all here. All we are yep. here. Yes. We're all on the podcast now, recording <laughs> an episode about TV. TV. Not just any TV. Not just though. any TV, but vintage TV, as in the ones with the rear projection tubes. Oh. What? I think we're talking about throwback TV shows. Yeah. Oh, we're not talking about vintage television sets? Television no. sets. You know, interesting you should bring that up. I have been seeing so many of these giant box TVs, like, sitting on top of boxes out on the street. Yes. Mm-hmm. I've lately, seen those, yeah. Just lately. Mm-hmm. I must have seen five over the last two days huh. just sitting out on the curb. Yeah, you can't pay people to take them. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I think at this point, the more high-tech, slimmer ones have reached a point where they're affordable for yeah. most people. Yeah. Yep. So they're getting rid of... They're old yeah. big box ones. Well, and the sad thing is, is that you can't find anybody to take them. No. Like Chris was saying. I mean, they used to, right? Mm-hmm. Like Best Buy or mm-hmm. Goodwill or something. Someone walking by your house, seeing it yeah. Your yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. A TV. Now it's like, I'm not going to lug that thing. It's like, that thing is heavy. I don't want it. <laughs> I'm going to need five guys to come <laughs> carry it away. Yeah. <laughs> right. And a pickup well, truck. Yes. Holy cow. When we moved into our house, it's a two-story house, and we had this, like, not that big TV, but it was 32 inches, I guess. So at the time, it was kind of a big TV. Yeah. But yeah, we had to have four people kind of help lug it up the <laughs> stairs because that's where we, we needed the TV. It was even worse bringing it back down because <laughs> when we got rid of it because the cabinet was breaking uh-huh. up and you know you'd put your hand over here and a piece of plastic would break off from the bottom. It was it was terrible. See, and I would entertain the idea of just throwing it out the window. <laughs> the windows aren't just, that big uh. upstairs, <laughs> so you know they're kind of well, yeah. <laughs> To prevent people from throwing up TVs out of them. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Oh we did. We did ponder <laughs> tossing it over the the stair rail. <laughs> yeah, so just, but then we'd have to clean it up. That's from true. Downstairs, and that's not good either. So. Anyway, yeah. yeah, that could do some damage. Yeah, yeah. it really could. <laughs> like just but throwing I was it also out, thinking it about ground, oh well. you know, it used to be. I don't know if any of you all remember this, but. Like you would go to the pizza parlor and they would have those rear, those giant rear projection TVs that had terrible color. Like the orange and the green were offset from each other and it was, it was bad. Yeah. <laughs> Some of those were really awful. So, but we're not really here to talk about <laughs> that. <laughs> That's not what we're talking about today. No, no. However, we <laughs> might talk about the things that played on those huge TVs. Ah, uh, okay. We're here to talk about vintage television shows, mm-hmm. programming, things that we watched in the long, long ago yesteryear. <laughs> of our youth. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, what 
what is our our range here? What is free game for our discussion? Classic vintage TV. Does, Does it have to be older than what? Before two thousand. Definitely. Maybe. Definitely. I don't maybe. know, man. Two thousand was almost twenty years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So a vehicle in order to be a classic is twenty or twenty five years? I think it's twenty. Twenty <laughs> five? I don't know. I don't know. So we're not talking about antique TV. No. Because there's no such thing, I don't think. I mean, the car definition there is, but I don't know. See, and there may be like a line as far as... A line. I might start talking about something and then it may not actually be that old. Well, you know, I think that's ago. okay. I think if we think it's old, if it, if it, like, if we were going to watch it today, if it seems dated, I think that's fair game, don't you? You guys? Of course, think? half the stuff that comes on is just a remake of something that was mm-hmm. on like well, however yeah. many long decades ago or whatever. So, yeah. So we have well. to be careful to say MacGyver, the first one. Oh my gosh, MacGyver, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, MacGyver. I used to watch that. The first one. The first one. <laughs> the original. I always call my husband MacGyver. Yeah. Because he's always figuring something out. That's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> what about Bill Nye, the science guy? Oh. You know, he's a tough one. The original. The original. The original. So where does TV it stop? Show? Well, I don't know. I mean, does he still, he still makes programs now, right? He does. But, but, I mean, there is still. But when I was. It's still the same Bill Nye, but it, but it's, I mean, he's still got DVDs coming out, and I remember watching you know, his show episodes. on on PBS before mm-hmm. I was even ten years old. We we'd watch it on Friday nights. And it was Bill, Friday nights. Bill, yeah, Bill Nye the Science Guy. Really? Yeah. Huh. Okay, here we go. Classic cars. Twenty years old. Antique. Over forty-five. Do can we have antique TV? Yeah. Okay. We can. Not TV sets, <laughs> just antique TV shows. <laughs> and vintage. Uh-huh. Oh, that's very specific. Between 1919 and 1930. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I know any programs that Mm-mm. were on. Mm. When was TV invented? <laughs> yeah, I was like, was well, TV I, invented at that? So time? I know from Happy Days. <laughs> uh huh. That during the 50s, they watched the giant box with the tiny screen. Right? Uh, yeah. So I think those were kind of the first TVs that were generally available to people. So the 50s, I think, would be the first TV shows. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But, you know, that's a, I have to say, even for me, that's a little before my time. A so, little. <laughs> right. So I think anything that's classic and older, and if it's on the cusp of that 20 years, classic antique. Yeah. Okay. So anybody got it, like, Bill Nye? So that reminds me of Professor Proton. Professor Proton? Yeah. Who's not real. It's a Big Bang Theory thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sheldon Cooper watched Professor Proton when he was a kid. 
I remember... And, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, it's okay. I remember my sister having to get up to, for school before I was in school, mm-hmm. and she would always watch Captain Kangaroo. Oh my gosh, I watched Captain Kangaroo. I remember seeing some Captain Kangaroo. I think it was a video that we rented from the library. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Captain Kangaroo was great. Mr. Green Jeans and the Dancing Bear and the Magic Drawing Board. Yeah, wasn't Howdy Doody something on there too? No, Howdy Doody was a different thing. Buffalo Bob and Howdy Doody. And okay. Does that was older? Because I don't, I didn't see <laughs> Howdy Doody. I wish y'all could just see the look on Chris's face, and Denise is looking that way too. <laughs> yeah, it's she like, is. What? like what? are you talking about? No. This is so bizarre. I'm just thinking about how how nice Captain Kangaroo goes with a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Isn't no. that a song? Yes. <laughs> a Smoking song cigarettes and watching Captain Kangaroo. Yeah. Don't tell me I've nothing to do. That's right. Yeah. Statler Brothers. Is that who that was? Counting Flowers. I remember the song. I don't. I didn't know who it was. Sorry, that was in my head ever since. Anytime anybody says Captain Kangaroo, that's what. That's what I think of. Huh. Wow. Like, why doing those two things together? I don't. I don't know. Because you're really bored. And if I you're mean, an adult. You could be watching anything, but it's Captain Kangaroo. Well, well, it means that you're on your home in the middle of the day is part of what that means. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. and, and I'm thinking probably when the song came out, you're watching Captain Kangaroo, which, you know, afternoon or morning program for the kids. <laughs> and there's only two stations. Well, well yeah. You don't have anything else to watch. <laughs> Holy cow. When I was a kid, we had the CBS affiliate. I grew up in Austin, but we didn't. We we had a TV that only had VHF channels for mm-hmm. the longest time. So we had the CBS affiliate, and on a good day, I don't know whether it was the weather or the atmospheric pressure or what it was, but on mm-hmm. a good day, we could get the PBS affiliate, which meant it was a little staticky, but we could see Romper Room and some things like that. But that's that. I mean, it wasn't a guarantee that mm-hmm. you could get that. But then. When I was in school, my friends would talk about going home and watching Batman. But we didn't get Batman because that was on channel 24. Mm. And our TV only went up to, I don't know, 19 or something like that. Because after that, you had to have UHF. Ah. So I remember it was a big deal when we got a new TV and we could get UHF. So then we got NBC and then eventually ABC. So that was pretty good. So and it used to be a time when TV went off at night. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you'd get the test pattern. They would play the Star Spangled Banner at the end of the night. And they'd show the, the, the scenery and the mountains and the goats. It depends on the channel. The, there were goats. There are always I goats. I don't <laughs> remember goats. All I remember is the flag the waving sun. and then the test pattern up there. I and saw the snow. Until the morning. But you were you were in a place where there was snow, right? <laughs> <laughs> or are you talking no, about on static the, on the TV? On the TV. <laughs> okay. All right. And mountain goats. <laughs> sure. In the snow. <laughs> I, I remember seeing this when they were signing okay. off one uh-huh. time. Uh-huh. They might have, might have had some goats there when they were signing off, but then it went to the other stuff, right? Yeah, mm, yeah it was like it was like a going through all these different scenes and stuff. <laughs> Hmm. So yeah, 
TV's but a lot different you, now. It used to be that people like stopped watching TV and went to bed and went to sleep mm-hmm. at night. Yes. <laughs> oh, which oh. brings to mind uh-huh. a show that my grandparents would watch mm-hmm. always six o'clock. Do you know what it was? No. Wheel of Fortune. Oh, oh my goodness. Isn't that still on? It is yeah. still on. And Pat and Vanna oh, look yeah. exactly the same. Mm-hmm. How is that possible? Cosmetic surgery. Yeah. Yep, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> a lot of things have advanced. <laughs> yep. Well, that and our soap operas. Like oh my goodness Susan Lucci, gracious. is she still on? Is Susan it All My Lucci, Children or something? Um, I don't know if she's still on All My Children, but she's been on several other shows kind of okay. playing and Susan still hasn't Lucci. won an emmy right yeah. oh. i think she actually got an honorary emmy a few years ago that seems more like an insult yeah. well you <laughs> know it kind of it kind of would be for yeah. somebody who never got one it's like the participation award oh my gosh. <laughs> just the persistence award there's something to i mean it's not it's not like oh great you came to the science fair it's like holy cow she's been doing this for 50 years that's dedication that is dedication and commitment whether she's any good at it or not but (laughs) which they thought she she wasn't yeah yeah (laughs) wow man that's interesting so i remember my mom um was a stay-at-home mom until i was in middle school and then she had a a job working with my aunt who made draperies at out of her home so they would go, my mom would go to my aunt's house, and um, they would break for lunch so that they could watch as the world turns. <laughs> and before that, my mom had never watched soap operas. Mm-hmm. Now, my grandmother watched The Edge of Night or something like that, but my oh, mom yeah. had never watched it until this, this job, which she did for a couple of years, and then she was home again. But then we all started watching as the world turns and it was very interesting because, you know, you kind of follow those people who had been there from the beginning, who, you know, the, this one woman had probably eight last names after she had married and divorced and widowed and, you know, all mm-hmm. these things. And, and so finally the credits decided to stop adding all the last names and just called her Lisa. Because <laughs> 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 we all knew who she was, you know, they just dropped the last names completely and that was her. So, yeah, so Papa's. So I remember when I was young, probably it was, I was either in kindergarten or before I had started school. And of course, two channels, nothing on, mm-hmm. soap operas. So the TV was on, and I remember watching General Ho- Hospital <gasps> with uh, Roman and Marlena. And Roman got killed. <gasps> he was smashed by a truck. Oh, I mean, he yeah. was underneath the car working on it, and it fell on him, and he died. <laughs> But he didn't die because he's back. Well, of course. <laughs> Twin brother. That was, that, that was always one of the funniest Cyborg, things about Dragon Ball. Yeah. <laughs> See, and American soap operas are so much different uh-huh. from Spanish soap operas. Yeah. We tell a story in like three months. Oh, oh, it's okay. not like 20 years later, we're still telling the same story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, this is ended. Which is nice. It's nice to have and a complete something else. story. But yeah, that's the thing about soap operas. So do they call it the same thing? They call them telenovelas. But like... But see, I think that's interesting. The, the title, because novella for us is a short 
mm-hmm. novel, a short book. But we just operas can go on for hours and hours and hours, you know, and soap is just who paid for the advertising. <laughs> you know? That was why it was <laughs> so funny. Soap operas. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway. That's interesting. Hmm. Yeah, my mom watched all those, the general hospital and all my children and yeah. It's always interesting to me how, you know, sometimes people would die and they would come back just mm-hmm. because they renegotiated their contract or whatever. But then sometimes children would be born and the next, you know, the next year they'd be five years old and, you know, shortly after that they're teenagers and then they're having children like four years from now. You replace actors and it's the same character yeah. and they just come in and take on that role and whoever it is. I mean, it's very odd. It's a whole It is. It's very weird. really interesting thing. Yeah. And yet somehow they keep going. Yeah. People keep watching. Keep, right. People keep watching. Mm-hmm. My mom told me that she had to stop watching them because she got kind of caught up in it. And, it, and <sighs> like the fact that it's just unrealistic expectations or whatever <laughs> oh, of, yeah. of oh, my yeah. dad. It's like, well, you're not doing this or you're not doing that. So she finally <laughs> was like, I got to stop watching these things. <laughs> well, <laughs> the best, the best soap opera I ever saw was Dark Shadows. Yes. Yeah. Dark Shadows was good. Okay. The original uh, Dark Shadows. Tell me about that because I've never heard of it. It's a gothic really? soap oh, opera. Oh my goodness. you never heard of it? No. <laughs> yeah. So is this on mainstream TV? It was. It was. Yeah. yeah. You remember it? Yeah. Okay. I used to watch reruns on the Sci-Fi Channel Mm -hmm. of the original series. Right. So the original. When did that air? Do you know? Do you remember? That was in black and white. Um, Yes. It never. It never was in color. No. But I think part of that was the ambiance. Right. Yeah. And it was a soap opera. It's not like. Yes. No. It was a soap opera. Oh yeah. It lasted for a long. Yes. Nineteen sixty-six to nineteen seventy-one. Jonathan Frid was Barnabas Collins. Alexandra Isles was Victoria Winters. Mm-hmm. You know, just the names. And it had everything because Barnabas yeah. was a vampire, mm-hmm. right? And there was a part. There was a werewolf, and there was a guy that was kind of like a Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Yeah. And there was ghosts and was a witch and hand. You know, hand, disembodied hands that crawled oh, around. Oh my and, goodness! Yeah. That would have creeped me out. It was great. It was really great. See, it's it's funny that, well, this was during my period when I could deal with this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went through a period where I could deal with this, but, you know, probably wouldn't choose to watch it now, except that it was campy enough mm-hmm. that it was it was creepy, but it was also funny not haha funny just funny mm-hmm. not great and and the the effects were just hilarious oh, yeah. well i don't they know really if, if there's other soap operas that are like this but in this show they i mean is this a normal thing for soap operas they just do one take and they just leave it oh yeah because they they're they've got a new episode right. on every, yeah, day. It's every so, day like when you leave for the day you get your script for tomorrow and then you're you're there and okay you're back tomorrow and you well, wow. I don't know if this happens a lot in other soap operas, but I remember in the Dark Shadows I watched, they had they there was a lot of like things that happened that obviously weren't supposed to happen, <laughs> really? and they just leave it in because it's like 
what were they supposed yeah. to do? Yeah. It's like, no, we can't do two takes. We don't got time. We got to just leave that in. Like, um, what the, the Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde guy had like a sword cane mm-hmm. and he'd always, and like this sword would pop out and he would threaten people with it. And one time he like, he like did it and he like leaned so that the sword was like pointed downward mm-hmm. and I guess it didn't catch right. So the blade went oh, all the way out and slid out and it hit the floor and he just goes <laughs> and reaches down and picks it up. <laughs> And just keeps on going through the. <laughs> so that see, that is yeah. a talented actor. Yeah. He's like, well, like, yeah, no, I was no, thinking, I was thinking this, is, this is like live theater. You know, <laughs> you you have to be able to move on and keep going and and keep the pace and keep the audience interested and mm-hmm. and just deal with whatever happens. So That's right. yeah. <laughs> so who do we know? There are there are some famous people who started out on soap operas. And I'm trying to think who they are. Meg Ryan is the one that comes to mind because she was on oh. she was on As the World Turns. Hmm. She was the cute little girl who you know everybody thought was adorable and and mm, you know. But Eagles. all these terrible things happened to her because we were so sad about all those terrible things happening to her. But then good things would happen, and then a terrible thing would happen, and then a good thing would happen, and you know that. But I can't, I don't know. Who else? Who else? You got me there. I don't. Jensen Ickles, who plays Dean on Supernatural, Mm. started out. Really? Mm -hmm. Nathan Fillion was on a soap opera. He was on Days of Our Lives. I don't know about Nathan Fillion, but Jensen Ickles was on Days of Our Lives. Hmm. Nathan Fillion seems like he would be a good soap opera actor. Yeah. (laughs) He was on One Life to Live. Oh, mm. right. Different life. He was Joey Buchanan. <laughs> which he was nominated in 1996 for a Daytime Emmy Award for Outstanding Younger Actor in a Drama Series. Well, of course. There we go. He was also on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. What? Yep. That also makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Joss Whedon. Yeah. So Julianne Moore... Was on as the world turns, and she was she didn't la- wasn't on there very long, and and was able to get out, you know, because that's all that's what you always want to do is to get out, get out, because then you actually have to, uh, time to you know learn your script and explore your character and do more than one take. So that's what you want to do. But oh. Tommy Lee Jones, what? he was on One Life to Live in the seventies. That's amazing. I did not know that. Okay, Leo DiCaprio was on Santa Barbara. Does that count? I don't even know what that is. That was a (laughs) nighttime soap opera, like a primetime soap opera on NBC. Hmm. There was, you know, Dynasty and Mm -hmm. Dallas and all that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think and those Falcon count Crest. as soap operas because they had big budgets and they only did one episode a, um, a week. Yeah. So it's a whole different thing. I don't think that counts. I mean, the, yeah. the storyline is soap opera-like, but not the acting conditions. Yeah. <laughs> and they advertise more than soap. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah. So William H. Macy was on Another World. Oh, my gosh, that's right. Marissa Tomei was on As the World Turns. Huh. See? As the world turns was amazing. <laughs> See, it turned the world and spun them it just like did. right out of there. So they have a 
go have a real career. Go, go. <laughs> it's like a revolving career. door of actors. Yes. Like, you get your foot in. And okay. <laughs> Ellen Burstyn was in The Doctors. I don't even know what, I mean, I remember vaguely that, but I don't think it was on very long. James oh, Earl Jones was on As the World Turns and then on Guiding Light, both of which he played a doctor <laughs> because of the voice. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. What else he's, could he be besides? He's all tall and serious a, looking. A universal super universal supervillain. Is that how you describe Darth Vader? Universe? No. Cosmic? Cosmic. Intergalactic supervillain. Inter- okay. <laughs> Had to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Intergalactic supervillain. Okay. <laughs> what? This is, this is not a Star Wars episode, so keep it to yourself. I, I'm going to keep it to myself. <laughs> what? Well, I don't think that that's intergalactic because the Star Wars only takes place in one galaxy. Oh, for Pete's sake. Intergalactic suggests multiple galaxies. <sighs> a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Okay. Fair enough. Brad Pitt was on Another World. I don't even know what that was. Morgan Freeman? Richard Simmons. Well, <laughs> color me shocked. What? <laughs> what? If you remember these these shows and these actors being on these shows, comment. Yeah. Let us know. Kathy Bates, All My Children. No way. Yeah. Yeah. She was Erica Kane's cellmate, Belle Bodell. <laughs> All of that makes sense. When Erica Kane was in prison, I guess. I didn't and then from there she went that. to do all those Stephen King movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that her story accurate. arc as a frightening and crazy prison inmate was yep. memorable. Prepared her for misery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then she was in like Two or three other Stephen King movies after that. Mm-hmm. She fits well in those. Yeah. Seems yeah. on brand. Okay. Friends. Mm-hmm. First episode, 1994. Mm-hmm. Last episode, 2004. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of oh. crosses that border. Huh. It's okay. For classic. It's still old now. <laughs> it started in the 90s. That should count. I never watched it. You never watched Friends. Mm-mm. But we watched reruns the other day, and they're still so funny. <laughs> they're just funny. Uh, that's what all my friends were watching. All the kids at school were watching Friends, and uh-huh. I was just like, I don't get it. I don't really care about that. <laughs> so I got better stuff to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What kind of better stuff, Chris? Video mm. games. Video yeah. games are way better. Way better. <laughs> yeah. So, did you think that Ross cheated on Rachel when they were on that break? Oh, break! (laughs) You're gonna throw me under the bus, Denise. Oh, (laughs) I totally think that he cheated on her and he deserved everything he got. Yeah, I don't know. They were on a break. Yeah. They said break, and he was like, "Okay." Turns around and sleeps with someone else. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's not cool. What? Is that a, it's still an oft-speculated or debated I think so. instance on the show? Is that one of the, the points of, of contention for people? Yes. Yeah. yeah. 
Also, I just thought Ross was awful. Yep. He was awful. In what way? In just every way. Every way. He was whiny and needy and clingy. And then when he didn't get his way, it was just, oh, he was awful. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that in, in uh, certain instances. Mm-hmm. Weak. He was weak. Weak. He was weak. <laughs> so I watched a few episodes of it. And I never found enough sympathetic characters to want to watch more. Mm-mm. Did you? I, my favorite, I think, was probably Phoebe, just because she was so funny and goofy and mm-hmm. like some people I knew. Yeah. Other than that, mm-hmm. I didn't really like very anybody else. So what's kind of interesting is, and I know that it's not a complete like side by side at all, but. Comparing friends with Big Bang Theory Mm -hmm. and thinking of Ross as Sheldon because they were the brains. Mm -hmm. Not not to say that on Big Bang Theory the rest of them weren't, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. Sheldon seems to be the the know it all kind of. Mm -hmm. But he's funny, and and (laughs) Ross Ross certainly thought he knew it all. But yes, yes, that's so true. Well, and that's part of what's so funny about Sheldon, too, is he thinks because he's so smart and knows all this, I guess, academic stuff, that that makes him a better person than all these other people when the fact is he's not, he, he doesn't know how to get along with other people and interact with other people and all those things, so. Well, we just happened to be watching an episode the other day, and I, it was one of the earlier episodes. Mm-hmm. And uh, George Clooney was on there, uh-huh. and Noah Wiley mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> playing their, their doctor doctors. selves from ER. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's just fun to watch that. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's completely silly, but it's. I think one of my favorite episodes funny. was when Rachel and Joey like recommended their favorite books to each other. Yeah, and Rachel had never read The Shining, and Joey had never read Little Women, <laughs> and so. They and um, when he, Joey gave Rachel a copy of, of the book, it was in the freezer, and she was like, "Why is it in the freezer?" It's like, "Oh, it got too scary, so I put it in the freezer." <laughs> <laughs> and so she took the book, and you know, they exchanged books, and then they uh, at some point had some kind of argument, and they started ruining the book for each other. Mm-hmm. And then, um, but then at the end, Joey's reading it, and um, gosh, I don't remember Little Women enough to remember who was dying. But spoiler alert. Okay, if you haven't read Little Women at this point, <laughs> nope, someone's dying. Yeah, figured. Yeah. And um, he comes to Rachel and he's really upset. And she's all like, oh, like, I'm sorry. Like, I forgot that that happens. And so she's like, do you, do you want to put it in the freezer? And he's all like, yes. <laughs> so they put it in the freezer. <laughs> Good for all kinds of situations you don't want to face. <laughs> exactly. Let's just put Not it in the freezer. freezer and never look at it again. <laughs> which, which reminds me of the episode when he, I don't know, the refrigerator goes out and he comes in the in Monica's apartment and he'd eaten everything because he didn't want it to spoil. <laughs> <laughs> Bottles like ketchup. Oh, <laughs> can't let it go to waste. <laughs> wow. Mm. Oh, hmm. I think Joey was my favorite because he was so upfront about who he was. 
about everything Mm -hmm. like he knew he wasn't as smart but he knew he was good looking and that you know being an actor wasn't going to get him stardom but it's what he wanted to do yeah yeah and Mm -hmm. he knew he was a womanizer and he was very upfront about all of that like he wasn't trying to hide anything like ross right Mm. Uh, dirty dog (laughs) (laughs) and sometimes chandler (laughs) (laughs) right Hmm. Sorry, one other one other thing that I always think of, not always, but they there was an episode where they um Chandler and Joey were having some issue about the shower and the wash rag and the soap and I don't remember mm-hmm. exactly what it was. But Joey comes in and says, Yeah, who washes his face first and what do I wash last? Yeah. <laughs> like when you when you're using soap. And it's, yeah. What do you it wash first and what do you wash last? Yeah. <laughs> it's soap. It's self-cleaning. And then the reactions. like, <laughs> you know, you just see it. Sorry. <laughs> Which reminds me of Which Seinfeld. Hmm. Nobody? No. Okay. There is, if you only watch one episode, you have to watch the episode with Kramer and the, um, the Kenny Rogers chicken. <laughs> Kenny Rogers chicken? Is this a live chicken or is this so chicken to Kenny eat? Rogers? It's a yeah. It's like Kentucky Fried Chicken. It's a it's uh, a fast food place. Okay. They did have some here. Kenny uh, Rogers so Kenny chicken. Chicken. Okay. Yeah. When I was living in Dallas, they had one over there that I'd gone to once hmm. or twice. Hmm. Anyway, uh, this episode, they open a Kenny Rogers chicken right outside Kramer's apartment. And Kramer is just so hysterical anyway. He's got these body language things that are just hysterical. And he keeps getting even more psycho because the lights are on at night and he can't sleep. <laughs> because so, curtains aren't are not a thing yeah. that you can purchase at a store. Right. Okay. Blackout curtains. <laughs> and uh, anyway, just his reactions. And then they end up switching apartments, Kramer and and uh, Jerry. <laughs> And then Jerry starts to act like Kramer. And <laughs> Kramer starts to act like Jerry. Hmm. Sorry, that was one of my favorite episodes. They're pretty funny, too. Kenny Rogers Roasters. Yeah? Founded in 1991. And perhaps there are still a few stores available. Many of them in the Middle East, India, and Southeast Asia. And one in California. Wow. <laughs> Whoa, okay. That took yeah. a turn. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't it? Didn't it, though? That's where Kenny Rogers Roasters still are, according to the website and the restaurant locator. Oh, wow. That's not even the Wikipedia. No, it is not just Wikipedia. It's official, sort of. <laughs> Un- unless, you know, it's an old thing. This is 2011. So, so maybe it's not real anymore. So eight years ago, that's where the re- remaining restaurants were. Right, right. The one in California is probably gone. I bet that's yeah. true. But the yeah. ones in, you know. Yeah, everywhere else, they're probably going really strong. Could be. Yeah. Hmm. Do they do they know Kenny Rogers? Yeah. <laughs> Personally, I don't that's think so. It. Oh, sh- <laughs> Doesn't everybody mean personally? <laughs> I'm sure they do know who Kenny Rogers is. 
in Bangladesh and Dubai, they know who Kenny Rogers yeah. is? I bet he's big there. Oh, yeah. <sighs> you mean Kenny Rogers... The musician? The musician, or Kenny Rogers, the gambler, or... No, the, the movies, the TV movies, the gambler. Okay. That clearly. You up. know? Is that no. vintage TV? No. Well, you know, it kind of is because it's been a while. Um, his sidekick was played by Bruce Boxleitner. He was always in him. And he, you know the song, um, doggone it. It's okay. a Kenny Rogers song, The Gambler. Got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them. Know when to hold them, know when to fold them. And they built a whole like series of TV movies on the, ga- the, gambler, the gambler and starring Kenny Rogers as the gambler. I remember Kenny Rogers was on the Muppets once. Mm-hmm. What really? And they yeah. did a they did a, that song. Uh, they did really? a video of that song, and the gambler was a was one of the the Muppets. Funny. Yeah. Okay, it's been a long time, though, since these were... Okay, the first one was 1980. That sounds vaguely familiar, but yeah. I don't think I ever really watched it. I forgot what Kenny Rogers looks like now. He's been seeing those Botox people, too. <laughs> really? Yeah, he's 80 years old. Was and it? he he's seen a lot of Botox people and cosmetic surgeon people. <laughs> Wasn't it? Was it Meg Ryan that we saw oh, yeah. a picture of the other day? That it's like yeah. that didn't even look like her. Hmm. Yeah, That's surprising. Hmm. I think she's one of those people like like Nicole Kidman who can't do very many expressions anymore because her face mm-hmm. doesn't move. Mm. I think that's how Kenny Rogers is too. Yeah, Kenny Rogers doesn't need to make facial expressions. Like he just needs to sing. Mm-hmm. Oh, pshaw! He doesn't actually need to like convey emotion. <laughs> Through his face. <laughs> right. Unless it's the sounds that are coming out of his exactly. face. Exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no one cares about the rest of that. <laughs> hmm. Okay. <laughs> wow, y'all are tough. This is funny. This is great. So who who watched Power Rangers? So I think I was getting a little too old to watch. Children did when Power Rangers. When Power Rangers first came out, it was awesome. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it was like cartoon, not no, 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 sitcom kind of. No, it was live action. Yeah, it was. It was was, oh yeah, always live action. It was our version of kaiju. Yeah. (laughs) Of what kaiju is a Japanese. Big monster yeah. type. Oh, it was a okay. monster of the week, really. Yeah. Because it was like, there's always a different monster every episode. And yeah. there was always like, they had to investigate the monster and then fight the monster. And then the monster gets big. And mm-hmm. then they have to fight the monster and the robot, the giant robot. And they actually had a pretty diverse cast, mm-hmm. considering that they had an mm-hmm. uh, Asian American. Yeah, they girl. had a pink Power Ranger and a green <laughs> Power Ranger. <laughs> The, the Green Power Ranger was a Native American. And, Sorry. You know. It wasn't just the colors of their outfits no. that made them diverse. <laughs> that is true. No, it's really, it's true. Okay, so you said American Indian and what else? And You uh, said Asian? Mm-hmm. And then there was a black. There was guy. a black ranger. The only yep. problem okay. that I had with that is that 
the Asian was the yellow Power Ranger yes. and the black guy was the black Power Ranger. Yes. <laughs> but, but other than that, other than that <laughs> they, did a, they did a fairly good job. But yeah, I don't I mean, I don't know if it's just memory, you know, um, like some, a lot of times you remember things more fondly than, yeah. Than if you like went back and actually mm-hmm. watched it, but I like I just always remember the first ones being the most awesome. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like they had like real choreographers, and like they actually knew martial arts. Mm-hmm. Like all those kids mm-hmm. actually knew, and they weren't really kids; they were like probably in their like mid twenties or whatever. Yeah. But they were all supposed to be like high school, high school kids. <laughs> Isn't that right. weird? I mean, starting to go back to friends, but when they said how old they were, like they were in their forties, and you, they're supposed to be like these twenty somethings, uh-huh. and it's like yeah. what? Yeah, no way. But man, those—I I thought those kids could fight. Man, some of the choreography, I was like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and then, like, it just seems like it got worse and worse. Well, yeah. After it's like, oh, we can just you know, like I, every time I would watch like a new one of the new versions of Power Rangers. They'd go to these fight scenes, and it would just be all just, like, flash and special effects and stuff. And it was, like, some moves that they get to do their sword, and they go and swing swing their power sword, and it kills them. And it's like, there was no fighting. Mm-hmm. It was just a bunch of, like, special effects and nonsense. I feel like that's what Power Rangers is now. Yeah. So, so disappointing. Mm-hmm. Even though they felt like it was being more technological and advanced, you, you liked the original... Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a lot of emphasis on martial arts in the original Power Rangers. Like yeah. you, they would always go to like the, you know, the dojo or the gym or yeah. whatever, and you'd see them uh, training and and uh, yeah, it was really cool. So tell me about how the Power Rangers got started, which I think is very interesting that it's still very popular with the kids. Mm-hmm. Anyway, do you know how? Like the show itself. I mean, like or yeah. Like, because I didn't it. I mean, didn't the concept originate in Japan? Wasn't mm-hmm. there originally a Power Rangers? Yes. Yeah. Okay. In Japan. Yeah. And and then they. Um, and then someone lo- here decided that they wanted to make yeah an American version with American version. okay yeah actors and so forth. That's why it has a lot of kaiju mm-hmm. influences. Makes sense. Okay. I thought it was pretty rad. Yeah. So did you want to be a Power Ranger? Heck yeah. Heck yeah, who wouldn't? Uh, Me and my yeah. sister used to play, yeah, we'd always play Power Rangers and we'd like do, you know, do karate and stuff and hmm. fight all the all the monsters and the bad guys. And okay. It's really dramatic. Really dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> Not just semi-dramatic. So I always wanted to be a spy. And I remember watching The Man from Uncle. Like, when it was a TV show, mm-hmm. not a movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I was probably too young to be watching it, but at the time, you just watched what was on TV, you know? Mm-hmm. You didn't say, oh, this is not for kids. You didn't watch it. You just watched it. It was mm-hmm. okay. Um, but at some point, while The Man from Uncle was on, you could send off for a how to be a spy kit oh and i did oh and so it told you how to you know how to do secret codes and how to be observant and find out things about people that they didn't know you were finding out and things like that how did uh how did that work I mean, I like, can't tell you. I'd have to kill you. 
Was what, that in the kit too? It was, <laughs> no, I just made that part up. <laughs> but, but like you know, it was just it was just about being observant. So you know, in the kit, it was compare these two pictures. It was kind of like a highlights thing, you know, mm-hmm. compare these two pictures and what's different. But what it told you was, you know, look around and see what you can find out about people and pay attention to them and listen to them. Don't just be talking all the time. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you can learn a lot about people that way. So do you feel like, though, so, that you you were able to keep those skills and... I'm one of the least observant people ever. So now, now they've got okay. s- spy in a box yeah. or in a can or whatever. Spy, yeah. Yeah. Let's get some of those. We should. Right after I finished law school. It didn't, it didn't, <laughs> so it didn't come with like a little decoder ring that said, be sure you know, to watch man not, from uncle. It did not come with a decoder ring <laughs> that said, be sure to watch man from Secret uncle. message. Uh, oh my goodness. That has to be one of the most frustrating scenes ever was from the Christmas story when he finally gets his ring and he finally decodes the message and it's commercial advertising. (laughs) Yeah, that would stink. Yeah, You know, I've watched that, but I guess I haven't watched it close enough because I don't remember that. Oh my goodness. That would be pretty disappointing. (laughs) My goodness. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah. So, something kind of like, kind of, well, so the man from Uncle and, you know, all that stuff. But then I remember watching Wild Wild West with Robert Conrad when it came out. Did you all watch this at all in reruns? I don't think I really got to mm-hmm. watch so. it. I think I might Sounds have seen familiar, a little bit. But okay. Just, all I know about Wild Wild West is that they... That Will Smith made it into a movie. Right. It, That's what I, yeah, which yeah. was not good. But it was very similar to the TV show. Um, hmm. What does that mean? So It it <laughs> means that there was nothing very serious. That the TV show that, wasn't really that good. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. But what, what it was was... Cool gadgets. I mean, it was like a. It was like James Bond spe- set but in, in the, West. the American yeah. West. Mm-hmm. You know, he had cool gadgets, and he always won. But there was always the collateral damage of innocent people dying just because. But it was a. Li- it verged on what we might call steampunk now, mm-hmm. just because it was that late eighteen hundreds where there were steam engines and there. There were a lot of, I don't know H.P. Lovecraft well, but I got the, I, I, I always kind of thought of the villains as these Lovecraftian kind of villains because they would, they would manipulate people and they would, they would do experiments on them. So we were just talking today in book club about a book we had read that had, um, that talked about Ravensbrook and the, the medical experiments that they they did on some of the prisoners mm-hmm. and so it was that kind of stuff it was really evil stuff mm-hmm. but it was also very campy because a lot of times the villain would get away simply because we needed him to be there for next week's episode or you know in a few weeks we'd run across the same villain again that kind of stuff but it was really really sad but I really liked it just because of all the interesting gadgets and the cool stuff and mm-hmm. all that. Um, 
And I remember when my when my kids were little, I think it was was my daughter. Channel Twenty One had all westerns and Saturday afternoon, and I kind of worried about her watching some of those because of the violence in them. Because it occurred, you know, I was thinking, oh, you know, there's no sex. Don't have to worry about that. And then I would watch an episode of Wild Wild West with her and think, holy cow, how many innocent people died just because they were in the wrong place at the wrong time and the villain still got away. Mm. This isn't good. But I let her watch it anyway. Because I grew up watching whatever. And she's relatively okay now. (laughs) (laughs) You turned out fine. So everything's okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought it was interesting she said relatively. Relatively (laughs) Well, I'm sure it wasn't the wild, wild west, though. (laughs) Yeah, well. No. She's good. She's good. But anyway, I think part of it for me was I, I wanted to be a spy. And James D. West was a spy. Mm hmm. Even though he was historical spy, he still had cool gadgets and, you know, got to go interesting places and danger and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well. James Bond is really more of a superhero anyway. He kind of is. It's kind of like Batman. So... I don't remember which movie it is where whoever is sitting there in the Batmobile with him and says, so what's your superpower? And he says, I'm rich. That's where it's one of the new ones because it's Ben Affleck answering as Batman. Was that in the Justice League? Yeah. It was the Flash, wasn't it? It was. It was the kid. The kid. Yeah. He's like, so what's your superpower? Yeah. So what's your superpower again? I'm rich. I'm really glad I didn't see that. Because Batman's superpower is that he's a detective. That's true. The world's greatest yeah. detective. Originally, he was a detective. <gasps> Please, really? Uh-huh. Sherlock Holmes is the world's greatest detective. Debatable. Debatable. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm sure that ba- somewhere down the line, Batman was inspired by Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> yeah. so. I think that is probably true. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you know, anything that's crime-solving, investigative, whatever kind of stuff, I always thought was really cool. That seems like, and I don't, I can't say I've watched a lot of these. I think that I might have saw an episode of The Million Dollar Man. Six Million Dollar Man. Six Million Dollar Man. Not just one million. (laughs) Six million. Which t- today it would probably cost way more than, oh, yeah. than that. <laughs> or six million, six thousand, six. because you know technology means oh, that yeah. all the prices have gone down. Right. Either either way. <laughs> right. So so there was that. I remember seeing that, and so it, I don't know. I mean, did every all the episodes he ended up having like more and more powers or something? No. Nope. Did he always have he the had same what powers? He had. Okay. I mean, you the the first episode you saw this act, terrible accident he's in, he's going to die, and they get permission to, to do this experimental stuff mm. and give him bionically powered whatever. Right. Yeah. And so from then on, he does what he does because of what he has. Right. And so, no, he's not always getting new stuff or 
Not like Inspector Gadget. No, <laughs> no, no, not at all. And and then the Bionic Woman, yeah, the same kind of that's thing. That's what I was going mean, to say. The next one. Yeah. She then has this has this accident. Certain she gets certain things, and then she goes. I always thought it was kind of a crock that she had a bionic ear. Like really. <laughs> A bionic ear? Yeah, so she can hear, so she really, can hear well. really well. Like, okay, we've got technology that can do that. What? What does that help? How does that well, help that you? Way you, don't, you, you don't, don't have, have to have, have the extra the technology, little, but the, the yeah. thing, really, she cut, <laughs> turn her head and cock her ear toward whatever she wanted to hear and then listen, and you could always see it go, bleep, 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 you know, bleep, bleep, bleep. like it was, she was zoning in on what she wanted to hear. It was very odd. I just thought it was weird. <laughs> and well, I, I didn't know until I looked at it earlier that that was a rig- an older, like a vintage <laughs> TV show <laughs> because that was another one that they ended up doing a remake of, probably oh, yeah? like like fifteen years ago or so, something like that. They had, there was a Bionic Woman. Really? Yeah, I think it was like on the Sci Fi Channel or something like that. Ah, uh, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Maybe or might have been on a main. Like a main, mm-hmm. whatever public, broad, not public broadcasting, but you know, free television, free network television, network television. <laughs> we we Bef- call that network. Before television. it was digi- everything that was digital. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, there was a Bionic Woman hmm. remake. I don't know. I never saw any of it. It might have been good. Okay. I, don't, I, don't know. Hmm. I guess it's all. It's almost on its way to being. Classic as well. The, the <laughs> remake is already almost classic. Yeah. <laughs> huh. So I also remember every Sunday evening, six o'clock, we would watch. We would tune into the wonderful world of Disney mm-hmm. and see whatever there was. And it was always really cool because sometimes you would get their live action documentary kind of things where they had the wonderful, amazing photography, and you'd learn about whatever, wherever. Sometimes it was a cartoon. Sometimes it would be a Disney movie. All kinds of things. I always thought that was cool. We always made sure that we were, you know, ready to tune in. I remember seeing some of those on VHS. Mm-hmm. Some of them were really boring. <laughs> <laughs> like the like the this super speed up action watching flowers bloom that kind of thing no just like some of the movies they made oh. the Dis- the, like the live action movies really? were just really boring like what like there was one about this dog named Hercules and <laughs> him like having to hurt all these sheep by himself and Dang. and it was right. just like uh, just you know one scene after another of him like chasing the sheep through these fields and then here comes like a wolf or some other threat <laughs> he's got to chase the wolf and then there's more sheep herding, and <laughs> it was sheep or cows or something. But it was all about this dog Hercules, and there was very little, you know, dialogue amazing, because Chris. no, it was boring. <laughs> and then there was another one about some horses, like Appaloosa horse racing or something. It was just I don't remember anything because it was boring. <laughs> I don't even. Well, no, you remember a lot. It was so. I just remember how boring it was. <laughs> Like, I don't know why I would ever watch this again. <laughs> it was awful. Well, but see, that was the other thing about TV then is you didn't get to watch it again. It didn't matter. You know? Yeah. You didn't you have that option. You, you watched it when it came on. Unless your you parents buy the VHS tape. No, then, there was no VHS tape. Well, when you're my, yeah. Back, <laughs> when you're our age. When, when you're my, yeah. <laughs> right. Then you're, yeah. They, they buy the VHS tape and anyway, yeah. 
Hmm. They make you watch it. It's torture. It's a form of torture, Chris. <laughs> it felt like it, and they were so long. <laughs> the movies, were like, they were like forever long. Dang, they're an hour and a half long. It felt like longer than that. <laughs> like four Seven hours. hours. <laughs> so, I don't. I, apparently, y'all aren't going to be old enough to, to recognize this, but back in the olden days, <laughs> before there were VHS players, if you wanted to see The Wizard of Oz, you had to catch it the one night a year that they played it on TV. So, you know, it would be mm-hmm. a pretty big deal. It's coming up. The Wizard of Oz is going to be on, and everybody made sure they were home. And would sit down and watch it because that was the only time we could see it. So that one, I know my husband watched a lot, and <laughs> the other one was the um, Sound of Music was no, was a big one. It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, you know, I never saw that till I was an adult. I never did either, but he watched it every year. Hmm, okay, he said that that was one of the, the things okay. that and the Wizard of Oz. Hmm. Okay. He also watched like Carol Burnett and oh Bandike my shows. gosh, Carol Burnett's hilarious. Yeah. No, really. I, was, I didn't think she was that. Funny. So, have you ever seen? Have you oh ever God. seen the Gone with the Wind skit? No. Oh my gosh, she's so funny. So she's she plays the Scarlet character, right? And so it's that scene where she decides to make a fancy dress out of the out of the draperies so she can go to the ball and try to get money or whatever she needs. And so in this in this version, so she comes down the stairs in her fancy ball gown, and she's still got the curtain rods sticking out her shoulders, and it's just hilarious because she's you know her, her balance is is all based on which direction the curtain rods are going, and she comes down, and the whole audience just ah you know they're dying laughing. It's so funny. Okay. Was it a real audience laughing? Yes, was there was a, a real audience. Was it recorded? No, 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 no. <laughs> the Carol Burnett show was was recorded in front of a live audience. Okay. Because she would always, at the end of her show, bring up the lights and answer questions. Well, no, she did that at the beginning. And then at the end, she would always bring up the lights again. And she would, would sing them a song and, you know, and then her closer. I'm so glad we had this time together. Just to have a laugh or sing a song. Blah, 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 whatever. Sometimes I think the most funny thing about those programs mm-hmm. are the fact that they are laughing themselves. Well, uh, yeah, that used to happen all the time. Tim yeah. Conway could always, always crack up. Um, who was the other guy that was in there? Um, I, I don't remember that. Oh, names. man, he was they in Blazing so Saddles. He played Hedley Lamar in Blazing Saddles. Yeah, I know. Uh, and that was the whole gag, was everybody kept calling him Hedy Lamar. He said, Tedley! <laughs> Isn't the studio audience pretty much just like a live laugh track? Don't they, the, they, they push they the, the button and then it says the thing, laugh, laugh and then pause. it says, say, aww, or whatever, you know. Yeah, telling them what they got I don't do. think it was that sophisticated <laughs> then. Oh, okay. It probably just says, applause, or, you know, I... <laughs> But you didn't have to tell people to laugh at these things. They were hilarious. It was Harvey (laughs) Corman. (laughs) Harvey Corman was the guy who kept getting cracked up by Tim Conway because Tim Conway would just go off the 
the script. script. Yeah, yeah, all the time and do crazy things. And Harvey Corman would just die laughing. And, mm-hmm. and it was never the other way around. It was always that way. But then Carol Burnett and Vicki Lawrence were, would crack each other up too. Mm-hmm. But, and then there were, you know, the guest stars and all that that they had. I do remember seeing some Carol Burnett. Yeah. Yeah. It was funny. I, saw it, I didn't think it was that. But maybe I saw the wrong ones. I don't maybe know. Maybe you saw the wrong ones. How old were you when you saw them? Well, there's that. Too. Old enough to. Old enough to know better. To know what's funny. <laughs> yeah. Like, old enough to know what's funny. I don't funny. know. It was probably like six, seven years ago or something like that. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say six or seven no, years old. I'm no. Like, well, okay. Some of these jokes might have been over your head, Chris. <laughs> like, it was last time. <laughs> still, it might have been over your head. <laughs> Might, might have been I'm, I'm gonna bet too that sometimes it's you know it's context or it's the times or whatever mm-hmm. but okay it's on youtube a billion times go go watch the wit with the wind okay that's, what, that's the good one the funny wit one with <laughs> the, the really wind. funny one that's the funny well and there's all the mrs wiggins and tim conway and that's really funny all right so I will say that there were sexist things and there were, you know, things that today we might not always laugh at. We would cringe at, mm-hmm. but we didn't then. Because mm-hmm. for the time, it was actually pretty, pretty progressive. So you know what would be interesting to, to look at thinking about the Jetsons? cartoon mm-hmm. and comparing it to what they thought was the future and what mm-hmm. it would be like and what it really is. Mm-hmm. None of the Jetsons came true. What? <laughs> None of them did? At least not yet. What? There's still robots you can, out there. You can, talk, robots. you can FaceTime people. Okay? FaceTime is a real thing, and that's how they talked on the telephone. Hmm. Yes. Hmm. I guess a, if you really want to. <laughs> yeah. It's like, talk on the telephone? But, <laughs> I mean, but like people Skype, that's a real thing. That people a real do thing. that. That's different, yes. They didn't, I guess they couldn't predict that people were going to be doing this more often. Than yes, than actually. The, the, yeah. And I'm, right now I'm pretending like I'm sending a text yes. message. Yes. Are you? There's, text, no, that's there's what no, that no visual. So there's the Jetsons and then there's the Flintstones. Yeah. Which, oh, yeah, if you want to start making comparisons, like the Flintstones, <laughs> they had some pretty dang advanced technology for being the Stone Age yes, they sure did. family. They were like almost... They're the modern Stone Age the family. The modern though. Stone Age family. And I remember there was one that was like the Jetsons meet the Flintstones. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Yeah. How did that Where they like go back in time or something like that. I, I mean, but they had like televisions that so were made that out of rocks. So is that kind of like life swap? It's <laughs> life swap. <laughs> I don't know how that came up, but <laughs> that's, that's but it did. that was that. That's a is that classic television? <laughs> like sure. Tw- Twenty years ago, I don't know. Was it? Anyway, I never watched it, but I know it was on. Yeah, it was on. Okay. Wow, I think that we we just scratched the surface, really. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. so. There's so much more. Yeah, there's a lot. But that's okay. We can do this again sometime. It's a deal. A year, you know, a year from now or something like that. We'll, <laughs> we'll revisit this topic. So, I guess we should mention why we're talking about throwback TV. Why are we talking about throwback TV? 
because isn't Don doing a throwback TV program? Yeah, yes. <laughs> on Thursdays, Throwback Thursdays. Is that what we're calling it? Throwback yeah. TV Thursday, Thursday TV. Yeah, Throwback TV. What time? That's yeah. It is going to be from four to five. So when the kids get out of school, we'll have two different shows. One will probably be a cartoon, and then the other one will be another little program. But that could change. But they 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 won't be vintage. They Which is good. probably won't be antique, but they'll be classic. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So we have, I think, the Jetsons and the Flintstones for this coming up. Mm-hmm. And Little House on the Prairie. So. All right. Come and see. Come with your kids. Watch. Make it a family afternoon. <laughs> okay. In 20 years, this episode will be a classic. <laughs> <laughs> classic podcasts. <laughs> On vintage TV. Because <laughs> by then... <laughs> Well, thanks for listening. This has been the Long Overdue Podcast from Decatur Public Library in Decatur, Texas. Join us again.